0: coming to you from the wild wild western side of san antonio i didn't blow your eardrums out this week no not (laughs) Not that time no it was pretty rough last week yeah it was i forgot about it when i went to listen to the episode (laughs) pretty strong wake you up in the morning smoking guns podcast my name is philip Ingabotham. i am joined as always by rc woods
1: hello 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 there you go
0: and leo yamas what's up gunslingers posse who is the distant cousin to lorenzo Lamas? we just found yes
1: that. but we don't talk
0: about it we him. don't talk about that guy we don't
2: like and him. i'm related to tiger woods and you're
0: related to tiger woods and yes. i'm related to sean michaels that's right uh, that's what we were talking about it's before. our
2: podcast we can say what do we want right <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh if you wonder why we were talking before we're talking with some fans before on facebook live this is one of those episodes where we jumped on so you're going to hear us chat back and forth with some facebook live folks keep your eyes open it seems like almost every other week we're going to do this sort of. It's become more of a trend. Yeah, um, I like it. We certainly like doing this what during this downtime because for sure. I, I don't know if anybody remembers or not, but the Gunslingers Who? are a football team here in <laughs> San Antonio, <laughs> and the season is not over yet. It feels like it's it over. Does sometimes does feel like it, but it's not. Uh, Smoking Guns podcast is a podcast that deals with the football specifically football in the texas area specifically football in the san antonio area centered around the san antonio gunslingers of the american arena league the greatest thing that happens san antonio football ever
1: uh-huh the greatest thing happened to tech to texas arena football texas
0: arena i'll give you arena football yes but i mean the cowboys are the greatest thing to happen in texas football ever
1: i'm i'm leaving
0: you, can, can't. you can't even really <laughs> deny that that's true uh okay so I mean, what historically
2: what is the opposite hmm. of a gunslinger would it be like shooting blanks like right now we're shooting blanks
0: i i don't n- hmm. know
2: <laughs> because a gunslinger's shooting right bang bang yeah and so what's Shoot, the opposite of bang bang
1: i don't know shooting blanks means something entirely different though so you want to go there <laughs> i'm not going
0: there
2: well i'm just saying we have a long break
0: we do have a long break it has been a long break Uh, it's already been a couple of weeks since we played the North Mm -hmm. Texas Bulls there in the San Antonio Rose Palace, and it's still going to be a couple of more weeks before we get an opportunity to play the Mississippi Raiders coming down from Hattiesburg to spend some time with us. Uh, and we're going to talk about some of that. We're Mm going to talk about, uh, some of the things that have happened in the AAL over the last week, North Texas and Austin got together last night. I didn't get a chance to watch the whole game because they had that game on Mother's Day. It was Mother's Day. That was kind of weird. Yeah. And uh,
2: I heard the attendance was poor. It
0: it's hard to. T- it's always hard to tell when you're watching on um, the the Facebook feed or mm-hmm. the the uh, I'm sorry the YouTube feed is what they use. Um, it's always hard to tell. You could be looking at the empty side, right? Um, I mean, they could like have the, the cameras, yeah, yeah, like at the Rose Palace. There's people set up on one side and then there's a a more empty side. And that happens to be the direction we shoot when we broadcast those games. So um, it's really hard to tell. Mm -hmm. It it looked like a lower attended. Um, But the one thing that came out of that game, Leo, you're going to be so excited. The little bit I watched. I'm not sure I love the inflatable barrier so much anymore. Oh, nice. No. What happened? I'm not saying I'm against it yet uh-huh. because there are some things that I really love. For those of you that don't know, North Texas in um, the Fort Worth Convention Center has acquired, and we're not even really sure where it's come from because I've looked for it because I thought it was amazing for a while, this inflatable barrier. Instead of dasher board walls that get set up that are plastic or right. wood- these are uh, that, that you set pads over. This is just an inflatable barrier that mm-hmm. goes around the, the, the field. And I've really liked it. And there's a couple of things I really like about it. The ease of setup is amazing.
2: Yeah, for sure. Like well, you yeah set you
0: set it just... out, you drag it around the field, you set the fans on it, and you blow the sucker up, and you're done. Um, so watching them go through what they go through to set up our Dasher boards, I like this this the ease of setup on this way more.
2: It's almost like they're They're going to make it. Are they going to make it, it in time?
1: It feels like to <laughs> me like, like the players are going into like a bouncy castle. Like they, they need to oh, take yeah. off their shoes and their cleats before they go <laughs> in there. So you go jump around. The other
0: <laughs> thing I really like about it is a safety thing.
1: I get that. You're yes. not going to
0: have players that are going to injure themselves going into the wall, which is a real possibility on any other wall structure, even with pads on it. I, it just it, it's a solid wall. Um The inflatable barriers are not. But I did, as I was watching just bits and pieces of the game yesterday, I did catch that, like, it's kind of annoying when the wall moves and they have to reset the wall and all that kind of stuff. It's mm.
1: Put it this way. Would you be in favor of them swapping out the walls and the glass around a hockey rink with inflatable barriers? Different deal, though. It's not. It is. It's a physical sport played within that barrier. You're right. But the walls become, the walls are in like play
0: in hockey. All the time. Like, they ram people into the walls all the time. We don't do that as much in arena football. Um, the, the walls in hockey are part of the play, are in play.
1: So, so um, I, I would argue that the Dasher boards are as well. I mean, just look at Sean Mueller's play at the end. So and what like, made that so special? Him catching that while going over the barrier. Right. It's a part of the game.
0: Uh, one of the guys on, the, on one of the pages that we're on shared a picture of the game yesterday, a couple of pictures mm-hmm. of the game, and each one of the pictures he shared, and I'm sure this was the point he was trying to make, although he didn't say what he was trying to do, um, were referees huddled up. Oh, God, yeah. And my comment was, the the logo for the American Arena League should be a ref huddle.
1: <laughs> that was funny. It yes. is true. It's uh, true.
0: Because you see it all the time. And then I wake up this morning, and some guy who, his Facebook says he's the director of the AAL. I've never heard his name before. It's Tommy mm. Oh, um, uh, it defended it and he's like well if there's two flags on the same play they have to huddle up and decide it ah, i get well, that no. like i didn't respond at all but i'm like we, that we'll doesn't go, happen near as often as me the on. Rap wait way beyond
2: it reminds me of that song was it donna summers that it goes meeting in the ladies room i wouldn't
0: know i don't uh, know oh, gosh, a lot I, of donna somebody summer's back music. me up on
2: this someone has to be my age meeting in the ladies room anything no mm-hmm. Got if I had
0: time at work today, I was gonna I was going to mock up a logo that was a rough huddle.
2: <laughs> we still got time to
0: do that <laughs> and put it out there. Just uh, you know, maybe see if uh, somebody wanted to uh, do that.
2: But going back to the uh, hockey, who has here seen a hockey game in person?
1: Oh, I yeah. have I well, love both hockey
2: of you? For, for here in San Antonio. Uh,
1: yeah, been back to with Rampage the games. games? The Rampage. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay.
2: See, I've only gone to the Blackhawks in Chicago. Oh okay. So I haven't really. You've only experienced. been to NHL hockey. Yes. Yeah. Is it a big difference?
0: Uh, no, because it's. I mean, it's a fast-paced, fun sport to watch. It. I love all sports. I mean, mm-hmm. I've watched and been to most sports live and watched them on TV as well. The one that I think there is the best. Experience live is hockey. Like a live mm-hmm, hockey sure. game is an. I, I would agree experience. with you on that. Um, but and I love football. I love baseball games. Um, I do not like going and watching golf live. Um, I've done it, but I don't like it. Uh, I'd much rather sit in front of my TV with a beer and watch a golf match. If I'm going to watch golf, I'm going to watch it that way. Sure. Um, but the one with the one that is the neatest live to me is hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just an incredible sport to watch live, and you don't need mm-hmm. the announcers. You don't realize how much you don't need the announcers until you watch it live, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Wow, I don't I need that. them at all." <laughs> um Unlike baseball, I was watching baseball this weekend, and I had my earbud in and watching it on my phone and watching my Rangers play, and I had my earbud in. I usually don't. I mm-hmm. usually just watch it and. There was so much that they were adding to the game and my enjoyment of watching the game that I was like, why do I not listen to the announcers all the time in baseball? Because <laughs> there's so much downtime. Mm. They have to share interesting yes, stories, right. tell you things about players, mm-hmm. and and I ne- you, that adds yeah. to the experience. Hockey that's not true. the same. Uh, so back to gunslingers, football. Okay. Let's talk about football since that's what our podcast is about. And let's talk about the right. gunslingers football, um, or at least the AAL. So I'm coming around, Leo, to this whole
3: uh-huh.
0: uh inflatable dasher boards are, are maybe not the way to go. Um although there are. There are a couple
2: of things I really like about it. Like I love
0: the, I
1: get it, but i I'm, they're not for me.
2: I like our dashers. They do make you? noise and they're fun, interactive.
0: Um I wish we went all the way around.
1: Yeah. That's true. Close out the end zones. Yeah. I I wish yeah. we could love that, that. do that, but uh, Maybe I th- later. Maybe next year. I think
0: we would have kept a, uh, a touchdown out of uh, North Texas' hand at the Quite end of the possibly, game. Possibly that if would there had been a wall on a game the back changer, of the field.
2: A game changer. If you had had those pads over there,
0: is what it is. Uh, so yeah, we're in the middle of this break. For those of you that don't realize, which if you're watching this or listening to this, you, you probably should. Tonight, May tenth, Monday, May tenth, should have been the day that we were welcoming the West Texas Buccaneers. Right.
2: I know. I wanted to wave that. And by welcoming
0: flag. in, I mean beating the ever living crud out oh of <laughs> the West gosh. Texas Buccaneers. Yes. yes. This I, was the game that Leo and I were talking about taking the field.
1: Really? Don't you
0: remember? Yeah. Oh, so that's we right. lost
1: out on our shot we to did. play oh, professional football. We absolutely right. did. Because Coach Q, you guys uh, are try Coach, out. Q, Coach uh, James Stolt, I remember the last time you were with us, Coach, Coach Q's with us right now, they actually extended the offer. Hey, we'll let you guys play. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't have gone well. No. I'm just going to tell you right now. <laughs> but it would have been something we could check off our bucket list.
2: I would have cheered for y'all.
1: Um,
2: Thank you,
0: RC. You're right. <laughs> uh, so let's talk a little bit about the fact that West Texas is in and isn't in and what that may mean for us. Here's the information I've gotten directly from the San Antonio Gunslingers, from okay. the ownership.
2: This is the 411.
0: We, the San Antonio Gunslingers, are 5 and 1. You five. say, wait a second, Philip. How are we minute. five I, and one? How we, are we? we were
1: four and one. Now we we we're five and now, four and what one. What happened? We didn't play a
2: game. How is that possible? We didn't play a game.
0: We got a victory. We have been awarded a victory for the game. Uh, a forfeit victory, is my understanding, for the game that should have taken place on the first in El Paso because their um, facility is not up to par. Ah. So we've been awarded that victory.
2: Okay. I'll take it.
0: However, the game for tonight was technically canceled by the league. Okay. I haven't received a whole lot of clarification as to why that is, but the game was technically canceled by the league.
2: So we're six and one. So no, we will stay
0: at five and one,
2: but that's okay. It's okay.
0: Like five and one is good.
2: I don't want two freebies. You know what I mean?
0: Why not? The North Texas Bulls got two freebies. (laughs)
2: What well, kind of a feel like I mean, they did it.
0: play one of them, but it was still a free game. It's, a, it's mm-hmm. about as free a game as you could have gotten.
1: Yeah, Coach Q confirms he was going to dress us out. Were you? Doesn't mean he was going to play. What number us. were you
2: going to be? What number? <laughs> right? Number uh, one?
1: Oh, no. Not number
0: one. Zero? Are you, are you kidding? Two? You know who number one is? That's, that's Armand Lot. I can't mm. take Armand You Lott's can't be number. zero because that's Sean. Yeah, and Sean Mueller is yeah. zero. And I don't think
2: his jersey would have fit you. I, would. <laughs>
0: I think she just called me fat. I mean, I she's did right.
2: Not. I did not. But I think she just called me fat. I just called you bigger than Sean.
0: Uh, I am bigger than Sean. That's not saying much, though. <laughs> Sean's one of the smaller guys I know. Uh, Greg Nelson checking in says he can't, we, he can't join us. Have a great show.
1: Oh, well, thanks for the well wishes, Greg. We right? know you're going to listen. You're going to listen later, yeah, later, and you're so. going to
0: you're going to miss all the fun. Mm-hmm. Michael Wayne Davis, I wish the AAL played all of their league games on their YouTube channel. I am having to hunt for games. That's
1: a great mm. suggestion.
0: Uh, if the AAL is listening and. At it this point, be. they should be, because we're giving them lots of We've got some
1: here. hints that they do, or at least some people do. So. Uh, yeah, we have reached a... Uh, Are we there have, any um, other
2: podcasts out there besides us?
1: Uh, I thought that's why we were five in one. We got the win for having the best podcast. So that means that we should true. be six in one.
0: Well, yeah, at that point, we should be yeah. six in one. Um, it, it would be nice if they were able to call all of that information on their website, maybe give a link out on their website or on their Facebook page, Um, one of the things that the AAL could definitely improve on during the offseason. Did I say that well? I said that well. Just put a link
1: on the schedule.
0: Is getting the information, getting information out. Mm -hmm. Um, It is hard to find AAL information at times. You really have to search. Uh, What game was, somebody was playing this week. It was Mississippi was playing Charlotte. Yep. And somebody said something about the game, and I'm like, where can you find that? It was a guy with his cell phone broadcasting the game, and it was on his private page. Really? Um, so that is the only bit of that game I got to watch.
1: Well, that was was that game in Mississippi? Yes. Because and we know what the signal like is in that building. Right. Already.
0: The signal in that building is terrible. It's impossible to try to live stream a game. Mm-hmm. We've seen one team do it, and that was Tampa? No. Georgia? No. Carolyn, I don't know Uh, Somebody went in there And was able to Broadcast it Just because they had The one carrier That kind of reaches there And even they had Some
2: trouble Mm. Maybe they haven't heard Of the word social media yet
1: Michael Wayne Mm. Davis I don't know why He's saying that Michael Wayne Davis Has
0: blasphemed In our comments he says, <laughs> Austin has better breakfast tacos. If you mean the Dallas, what? you're right. If you mean better breakfast tacos than San Antonio, we have to have a discussion. Well,
1: I've had com- I've had conversations with Michael where he absolutely agrees that we had the better breakfast tacos. So, so I'm not sure what he means. I by this know what that he'll, he'll clarify, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. And then uh, and <laughs> Lamar Brooks jumps in and says, yes, they do. No, they do not. They do not. Mm, That's I think blasphemy.
2: Jeffrey Carver's nice. talking about the Chicago team.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's been posting a lot of information. Jeffrey Carver keeps track of lots and lots of uh, American Arena League and uh, arena football information. Yeah. Um, so I, I can't verify any of the information he's giving yeah. you out there, but uh, he follows it pretty closely. So if he says something, um, he's at least got an inkling that that's truth. Um, but I can't verify that. And we've had that discussion before with Jeffrey, so he knows yeah. that that's how we're gonna we're gonna go with that. He says Roku, Roku has the ability to watch AEL games. Um, I guess they have a channel, or yeah, it's a channel on Roku, right?
1: Could be. Oh, okay, yeah. Um,
0: mm-hmm. I don't have a Roku. I don't either. I do the Chromecast. I don't thing. either. Uh,
2: so if someone does have it, maybe they can verify that.
0: So that makes us five and one. Five and one. Hmm. Uh, and we will not rise to six and one after tonight. This won't count. Uh, at least that's that was the preliminary information I got. Mm-hmm. And that seems fair. Like a- at some point you have to stop uh just awarding wins for a team that that isn't right. able to yeah. make things. No. Like a- at some point that's gotta end. Uh it stinks that it's ours because uh, North Texas gets a couple of wins out of that. Although they did play uh, Most of the three game. quarters of a game, game yeah. right? They
2: mm-hmm. did. They did. I'll give them that.
0: So uh, we're five and one. The North Texas Bulls are uh,
1: now they're four, four and, and one because mm-hmm. they they just beat Austin. Yeah, on so Saturday. they're
0: they're a game they're a half game behind us in the division. Uh, but plenty of time to make up. They've got some games. Uh, do they have another one against the Wild? They played the Wild yesterday. Right. Do they have another one scheduled
1: against the Wild? I would think they play them twice. I think they do. But I know they
0: have an outside the conference game or outside the league game. That's coming cool. Up, coming up soon. Uh, something that I think the... We should have done that. I, I think the gunslingers really try to do that. They're just... It, it, it's all dependent on what people have available on their
2: schedule. Okay.
0: And if they don't fit in where you need them to fit in, it just doesn't work. Um, but my understanding is they did attempt to fill these Seats. dates um, with some time because they were originally supposed to have the Buccaneers I'll make come it for in. Some and football. That I
2: really want to watch some football. Well, we're going to get You're football right in
0: run. two weeks. When I
2: know, but it's a big, long gap.
0: It is. It's a long gap. It's a long time.
1: Yes, they do play on May 23rd.
0: All right. So, May 23rd, the night before we play. Uh, the Mississippi, yeah, Mississippi Raiders.
1: The Raiders, when we will be six and one? That's right. Finally,
0: uh, Nicholas Sykes checking in said they didn't beat us ourselves, and the refs beat us. I, I think is he
1: Nicholas Sykes is saying that I, I,
0: with I, Austin, right? Is he checking in with Austin?
1: Uh. So. Yeah, who do you play for, Nicholas, if you don't mind us asking? We w- we just want to take in context your statement um, so we know which game you're referencing. Um, we can certainly understand how a lot of these games lately, uh, team players would feel that the refs had a part in their... The L that they're <laughs> yes. taking, he for says, sure. We he get says that.
0: he's in... Uh, yeah, he's in... Austin. Austin. Yes. Uh, I'll tell you, I watched most of the first half of that game. And... I did notice that an awful lot of calls went North Texas' way, like a lot of calls. It seemed like every time there was a flag on the field, it was to the benefit of North Texas. Now, I wasn't watching closely enough to tell you that they were accurate or inaccurate calls. I I can't tell you that. I did note as I was watching that, geez, it seems like every time there's a flag, it hurts Austin. Um, I mean, I did notice that. Right. I did pick that up.
1: Welcome Nicholas, by the way. Thanks for joining us. He's one of the owners of the Austin wild. So thanks for joining us. Very nice. Uh,
0: they've got another game coming up. You said the 23rd. So the day before we play Mississippi here, they play Austin. Uh, North Texas also has an outside the league game between now and then. Uh, so they've got time. To right. catch up and actually if they win both of those games before we're able to play Mississippi, they would jump ahead of us by a half game because that would make them six and one.
2: That's not gonna happen.
0: Right. So it could. It, it could
2: absolutely could happen. No, could they they're a good team, but we'll see.
1: Austin will have something to say about that, I'm sure. Uh and we know Austin is tough but i like, was surprised
0: <laughs> to see the final score of the austin game because austin has showed us here in san antonio that um they battle all the way through sure. the game and i really thought with a a three possession lead when i saw it in the third quarter at one mm-hmm. point that austin would make one more run at it. it doesn't seem like they did i haven't been able to go back and watch the back half of that game uh, Todd Mintz, let's see what he has to say. Came in late, tried to get on live when it started. Uh, but if the Gunslingers finish 5-2 and two and say second behind North Texas, will these missed games cost you to be awarded a wild card? We honestly, Todd, have no idea what the playoff picture looks like, and that, is, that is a deficiency mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned in the AAL. They need to be much clearer with the – fans and with the franchises about how they're going to determine playoff spots and uh, i've heard you kind of beat the drum and say this is not a new thing for them um it it sure would be nice if anybody out there in the uh, aal office um listens that that you communicate much clearly much more clearly of what your playoff procedures are because we've got fans asking um, obviously, players and coaches want to know, and even ownership is asking those questions. My understanding to the league and getting um, not full responses,
1: right? And part of those discussions, as I understand it, has to do with travel and how that's a sure. difficult in the the situation that we're in right now. Yep, just nationwide. Also, uh, judging from Todd's uh, statement, uh, one thing you might have missed, uh, Todd, was that the Gunslingers were officially. Awarded one win for the forfeited uh, game against West Texas that, that should have happened in El Paso. In El Paso. So um, they are now five and one. Um, the Gunslingers are five
0: and one, mm-hmm. uh, which means uh, if they were to win out, which is by no means given, right, uh, they would finish at seven and one. Uh, at that point, eight eight games in the in the league uh even if they lost that game when we finished at six and two um i think they could make a case for the wild card spot but again we don't know what how they determine that True. and uh i know that todd has said a couple of times you need to find out or you need to be sure because um it has been sketchy in the past as far as the american arena league is, con- is concerned Why not right
2: C- coach q said he's foreign oh he is foreign. that's right
1: yeah, so. Q and O, I like to call phase him. He's 5 Q and and0. Yeah. He's just going to continue being I mean, Q and mean, technically, yeah, he's yeah. 5 and O. Wow. Uh,
0: the one game we lost was not while uh, Coach Q was, right. was helming the team. Uh, well, let's do this. Let's take a break real quick. When we come back, I want to uh, get somebody on the phone line. We're going to try to reach out to the general manager of the gunslingers and see if we can have a conversation with him. And I also want to talk specifically about some Gunslingers players.
3: Okay. Because we've got
0: some time here in the middle of the season to stop down and talk about Gunslingers players specifically. So we're going to yeah. talk about some of those guys. So stick with us. Uh, Smoking Guns Podcast we will be right back right after this. Smoking Guns Podcast is uh, brought to you in part by JD's Bar and Grill. They are our studio sponsor wherever we go. We have a mobile studio that travels with us. We've got our microphones. We've got our mixer. We've got our studio that we can toss in the back of Leo's car, and we can yep. have that available wherever we go. And J.D.'s Bar and Grill is the one that brings that to you. J.D.'s Bar and Grill is at 2000 Southeast Loop 410 Suite 101, but you're not going to remember any of those Rigsby numbers. exit. It's the Rigsby exit. And uh, it is right across the parking lot from Security Services, Federal Credit Union. Yep. Uh, Go out there. They got drink specials. They've got food. They've got a great little place to sit and watch any of the uh, Major League Baseball that you're you're just itching to watch. Lots of TVs. I mean, you can sit in your house and watch Major League Baseball, but it's a lot more fun to go up to the bar and watch the game with somebody.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Let's be fair. We got NBA playoffs, the play-in coming in soon. Um, And we've got, uh, well, hockey playoffs coming up, but that doesn't matter. The Stars aren't in it, so nobody cares. Nobody in Texas cares. Yeah, nobody's going to care. They got eliminated. Played for the Stanley Cup last year, and they got eliminated before the playoffs even started. Wow. That happens more than you'd think. awful. Awful. Get over to JD's Bar and Grill. They've got plenty of drink specials. Food, they have live music on the weekends. Yep, darts, pool tables. Lots of stuff going on, and they are a proud sponsor of the Smoking Guns Podcast. When you go in, make sure you mention the Gunslingers so that they know why you're there. Yeah. How you found out about them, uh, and go give them uh, a try. Maybe we'll see you out there. That's really close to my house, actually. Uh, It's the closest thing in San Antonio to my house. Right there on 410, because I come in on 87 from Lavernia.
1: So you, you pass by there every day.
0: Every day. Every time I come into town, I pass by JD's Bar and Grill. So it's JD's Sports Bar on their big banner right, right outside uh, that faces 410. Go give them a try. Yep. Rigsby Exit, JD's Sports uh, Bar or JD's Bar and Grill. Yep.
1: Really a great place, guys.
0: You can also follow them online on Facebook and see all of the things going on there. Speaking of our sponsors that we love, Teardrop Pepper Company. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. We just had
1: some a few minutes ago. We did, we did. We were putting on we some tamales put, we put on had some and tamales, God, pizza, pizza. What do you call those things? Pizza, pizza little, rolls, pizza rolls. Yeah, pizza rolls goes great with the pizza rolls. Totino's. I pizza tried rolls. it with the peanut butter, Jonas. How'd that work? Oh man, it was surprisingly good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yet another thing you can put that golden habanero on with some your your peanut butter toast.
0: It's so good. They've got the golden habanero. They've got the supreme serrano. They've got another one. Uh, in, in, the in the works. The works. In the wings, just waiting. Going to be caliente. Uh, you need to go to teardroppepperco.com because you can't find it in the stores right now. Right. You got to order it online from teardroppepperco.com We've got a special offer code for you. Use the code ARENA, A-R-E-N-A, and save 10% on your order. Get some. Like, if you haven't gotten Get some a up bunch. to this point, you don't know what you're doing. Uh, they've been out to Gunslingers Games. They are a sponsor of the San Antonio Gunslingers. Yep. they are sponsoring the things you love give them some of your money you're not going to be upset with the product that you get back oh no it's really really good teardroppepperco.com or you can follow them on all of the social media Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Teardrop Pepper Co Teardrop Pepper Company Uh, put that stuff on everything and, and they'll make some more yep Smoking Guns Podcast, mm-hmm. Phillip Hingamoth, RC Woods, Leo Yamas, or whatever you call us. We had a whole <laughs> conversation about what you call all of us. Uh, we are hanging out, and we've got a special guest on the phone. It is Jonathan Young. He is the GM of the San Antonio Gunslingers. Uh, Jonathan, how are you doing tonight?
4: Doing great. Thanks for having me on.
0: You bet, any time. Like, I think we've I think we've uh, extended the invitation to you guys anytime you want to come on. Some of you use that invitation all the time. Or way too much. Jason, I'm looking at you. <laughs> uh, not way too much. We love having Jason. Know. Yeah. Uh,
4: Jason, was, Jason was using it to get free
0: food.
2: Yes, yeah, I he think was. that's what it was. Yeah, he was. That's why we come over here. You know that.
0: Uh, it's <laughs> nice over here. It like, is. Uh, Leo and Dolores take care of us. Definitely. Very well. Uh, So you guys had some tryouts last Wednesday You tried out for uh, Three or four positions I think you did fullback, offensive line uh, Linebacker and quarterback Quarterback.
4: Is that right? Mm -hmm. Three positions, yes Okay. We had uh, the running back position That was open, offensive line And then quarterback Okay Uh, When you
2: say positions are open Meaning what you're just missing Or you want to back up What does that mean? Can you explain that?
4: Uh, just further evaluating, we're always looking for good talent at certain key spots on the team. Um, offensive line definitely is a key key position. We have three anchors on our offensive line, but we're always looking to add depth at that position. Quarterback, always good to have some good friendly competition at the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. And then uh, running back, fullback, um, however you may have it. Is also a good spot to have a couple of bodies that are more than able to be productive.
0: So let me start there at running back, and let me ask why. To me, it feels like we are uh, overloaded a little bit in that position. And what I mean by that is you can't um, you can't start everybody we have at that position. They all bring something different. With Isaiah, mm-hmm. with uh, Callaway. Callaway. With uh, Chris Bustamante, like all three of them are very different players, very different runners, and you can't start all three because uh, we just don't have the room on the active roster. So I find it interesting Correct. that you're looking for more at that level when you already have kind of a A, a, good talent. a
2: glut
4: there. You know, those, those guys are all good good players. They all bring something different, kind of like what you said, they all bring something different. Um, but it, it's just really healthy. Healthy competition—that's all it really is. Gotcha. Um, I wouldn't say that there's like a, a definite need for the position, but um, finding some talent in, in San Antonio isn't hard, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, my question would be just because I, you know, I don't know that much about football, but isn't it kind of late mm-hmm. in the season to have tryouts for only two more games that are left?
4: Oh, we're going to make a playoff push. You heard that here first. We're, we're making the playoffs. Oh, okay. Right. All
2: right then.
1: That's what we like to hear. Good
2: answer. Good answer. Ten points. So,
1: like other teams in the league, like we know North Texas Bulls, they hold regular playoffs. And as a matter of fact, (laughs) they – Yeah. Or regular tryouts, sorry. And as a matter of fact, they had a guy who just joined the team uh, return a pick six in the game that uh, Tyrone uh, uh, sent us the play. Yeah. And and, and wanted to make sure that everybody saw that because it was an impressive play by the player. Um,
4: Yeah. I uh, did get a chance to watch that game. Uh, Great play on the ball. Great return. Uh, so, so teams around the league are, are adding players. It's never, it's never too late to add players. Okay, uh, and then you, you have to notice that the good teams are always adding players. Yeah. So, right. uh, North Texas is definitely a good team, and um, we're 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 all doing the same thing, trying to position ourselves well into the playoffs so we can make a push and bring a championship back to Texas.
0: Got it. So let's talk a little bit about that night. What uh, what kind of talent did you guys get? How many guys showed up? I'm really curious. We as 20, many... 21. I had a count of
4: 21. Wow. I wow, might have been one short. Uh, 21, 22 for sure. But I know for, for a fact it was it was 21.
0: That's a pretty good turnout. Uh, that's, I mean, that's, oh, yeah. a, that's yeah. a whole pretty roster by turnout. itself. It sure that's, is. That's, that's a good. game day roster uh, full of guys. And... Uh, at the end of the night, I mean, obviously all 21 um, are not going to be the kind of guys that you're you're willing to bring on, but did you have some talent there that you're willing to continue to take a look at, that you've signed to oh, uh, practice with you guys and maybe make a game-day roster here in these uh, final couple of regu- regular season games?
4: I, I would say between myself and Coach Q, uh, some, some guys reality came quicker than – than later for them uh, <laughs> <with> where what <laughs> with what we were looking for and and their athletic ability uh, but in overall it was a very good showing. Um, we We did have some guys that did get invited back to the to the following day practice. Oh uh, nice that on the on the practice squad just to to get another look and to further evaluate talent uh, so mostly- that, that was good that was good uh key positions of course you know we had i want to say it was like six guys so six out of the out of the 21 um made it
3: okay okay and that's a, a couple good,
4: of linemen couple
3: a couple of linemen
4: percentage. uh a quarterback and i want to say three three running backs uh but i I will say you know we we ran a lot of uh we not, not to speak too much on what what happened, but we did do a lot of um, a lot of volume uh, with with pass catching, because I think that's a that's definitely a key key thing to have in a, in the backfield is the ability to. And I will say, out of the guys that tried out, uh, they definitely held their own with with catching the ball out of the backfield, catching it out of out of a uh, out in space, and and coming down with some pretty amazing. Amazing uh, catches! Uh, I'll say our our wide receiver unit was very amped up. You know, one thing I can say about our guys is they they always love to compete,
3: mm-hmm. and when
4: they see guys get out there and really turn it up, they wanna they wanna step their game up too. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so that, that was it. Was it was great to see? Well, uh, um, they definitely got the guys that did try out did get the respect from the from the players.
0: Good. And the fullback position in this level of football and in indoor football really is, I, I almost attribute it more to a linebacker kind of uh, mentality because you have to be willing to do everything that can happen. Linebackers in 11 man football specifically have to be ready for anything to happen on a play run play, pass play, uh, you know, a play action or a fake. Like they have to be. The smartest guys on the field a lot of times are linebackers because they have to see everything happen and decode so much of what they're seeing at one time. Fullback in the arena game is almost the same because you're going to have to pick up a block. You're going to have to go out into a pattern. You're going to have to uh, pay attention to your quarterback and see if on that RPO he's going to hand the ball to you or he's going to pull it back. You have to... Uh, see so many things going on and decode so much at one time to be effective at that position in the arena game. Uh, that um, there's a lot going on there. There's a there's a good there's a big need for guys who really have high football IQ. Don't you think?
4: Definitely, you have to have your head on a swivel, be ready to pick up a block, be ready to get your bell rung by picking up that block. And um, also be able to hold on to the ball when you run the ball. Right. Um, I can say that, um, you know, fumbles haven't been an issue for us out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. I'd like to say that that goes to the the testament of our guys being very skilled mm-hmm. um, and strong at the position. Uh, you brought up Chris Bustamante, which is a, a smaller bat, um, but he's, he's strong and, and, and physical. Uh, we have Lee Calloway. Also, another physical running back. Um, that guy's a mack truck. Can can tote the <laughs> rock around, uh, and he can play multiple positions, which is mm-hmm. always a blessing when it comes to arena. Um, and then Isaiah White, and you know, people think of him just as a as a running back, but he's a hell of a receiver mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. as well. So you so, know, we love to have guys that can do do it all. Uh, Chris Bustamante can play receiver as well. Right. All all the positions on the on the receiving side. So. Um, those those two guys can do it all. Uh, the guys that came in, <clears throat> there's some pretty thick players. So uh, with pads on, they look even bigger. Right. Obviously, nice. But um, it, 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 it's going to look good. Uh, practice is definitely going to be heated coming up this week because we're going to have to make some some decisions in these next couple of weeks with our with our little layover that we have on our season.
0: So we've talked about the running back position. I think anybody that knows anything about football says if you're going to try out and add depth at anywhere in your team, the offensive line is where you always, always, always add depth, period. Um, if you can get a more offensive linemen, you get them. Yeah. Um, because that is such an important position. Yeah, exactly. um, now let's talk about the third position that you were looking for because uh, I want to stop down at that position for a second. I told Leo we were going to talk about this today. And it seems like a great time to have the general manager on and talk about this topic. Let's talk about quarterback play. Because I said something last (laughs) week and ruffled a feather or two. Um, On the show
1: you're talking about. You said it on the show. Yeah, I said
0: something on the show last week and ruffled a feather or two. Um, Not super uh, upset. I didn't didn't upset somebody so bad they came after me or anything. Thank God. But um, I want to go back and revisit because we started talking a little bit about quarterback play. And I mentioned that David Olvera has been serviceable. And Leo, as we had some discussion through the week, uh, came back to me and said, you know, serviceable uh, has a bit of a negative connotation to it. So right. I, wanted to yeah. uh, I wanted to clarify. I wanted to clarify. When
4: you, when you, when you mention the word serviceable, um, a lot of connotation comes with that. Uh, when you think of serviceable, you think of game manager or you know, just relying on the on the defense and stuff like that. Right. So um, I, I definitely get Leo's point at that.
2: I thought of something totally different, but it had nothing to do with football.
0: Okay.
1: Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> then we will talk we'll, about it. We'll move on from that. Um, so, yes. so,
3: oh, yeah. so tell we're me gonna, what. Tell me what you mean by, by that. At.
1: <laughs> so I, 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 I know what you meant by, by serviceable, and I, I'll give you the, the I, I won't put words into your mouth, so I'll let you explain what you meant by that. But as, as I kind of said to you, and, and as Jonathan is touching on, to me, the, the connotation with that description of a quarterback means they're, you know they're good enough to get the job done so long as you don't have to rely on them to make the play that you need to win the game. Um, and that's something that a, you know, a, I could understand a quarterback, a quarterback not wanting to hear sure. uh, describing mm-hmm. their, their level of play. Their skill that way. Yeah. Uh, so let, let yeah. me clarify.
0: Um, I've watched a <laughs> lot of American Arena League football. I've watched uh, most all of anything that's happened in Texas, and then I've watched some outside of Texas. Um, I've seen most of the quarterbacks that play on this level. He is probably the second best quarterback in the league, if I were to, if I were to put him on uh, the, the, some of the guys that they're running out there for some of these teams, certainly the, the West Texas and, yeah. uh, you know, some of these guys, uh, Tampa, and some of the, like, they're, not, they're doing what not they up can. To par. Not um, up to par. I don't think he's uh, better than Robert Kent, Jr., but Robert Kent Jr. has been playing professional football almost as long as David's been alive. Saying (laughs) saying someone is not as good as Robert Kent Jr. is is Uh, not an insult for sure. But I believe that David is right behind uh, Robert as far as in the league. Um, So it is not... I'm not trying to knock David. However, um, I'll be really, really honest. There are times where... I want to see David do different things than he does. Um, Specifically, I want to see him get out of the pocket and run a couple of times early in every game. Maybe even if he doesn't need to, just to keep the defensive line and the linebackers on their heels a little bit so that they know that that's a possibility. Right now, he drops back in the pocket, he stays in the pocket, and behind the line of scrimmage looking for the pass. And that's the guy he wants to be, and I get that but that means they can come full bore at him because they're not worried about him escaping beyond them and getting positive yardage. Am I wrong here, Jonathan?
4: I definitely get what you're saying. Uh, you, you, want, you want David to show, show his athletic ability to keep the defense honest.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And, and those are things that, that can be worked on. David does have a little bit of wiggle to him. I'm not saying he's the most elusive guy on our, on our roster, but he's definitely not a statue back there. No, yeah, um, he's got think, the know, athleticism
0: he, that he could do something, and and we haven't seen definitely. that.
4: Definitely. Those are those are little wrinkles to the game that that can still be worked on um, as we get closer and closer to playoffs. Um, some things to keep keep teams, you know. Maybe he, he, he's doing things to keep, keep teams at bay. Um, but those are definitely things that, that he knows that he needs to work on, and I'm pretty sure he is working on putting in the work um, and, and, and staying as agile as possible, getting treatment. Um, but, you know, to your, to your, uh, to your example, uh, there, there were some plays, or there have been plays where you, you would wish that he would have made, uh, made a run or rolled out. Uh, he was looking down the field. He just didn't move as mm-hmm. quickly as we would have wanted him to. But, but those are things that, that he can work on film helps with those i'm pretty sure he watches the game and he dissects it uh with the coaches the coaches have dissected it and told them what they see um but the beauty of it is is that you know our players are on the field playing our coaches are on the on the side coaching so he might see something different or feel something different um but you know that that's that's to be seen later on in our next couple of games, especially against Mississippi. Yeah, so I'll so-
0: say this to David. I'm sorry. Let me let me grab let, let me wrap this up and, and then I'll, I'll say this to David because I know he listens. Uh, the next time we're in the Palace there on the 24th, early in the game, you get an opportunity to get some daylight and you get your legs under you and you get out there and you go and you get five, six, seven yards or you get a first down. Uh, go ahead and look up at the booth at me. Bang your chest a little bit. I'm going to bang my chest right back at you. Um, I I would love to see that happen. I I want to see that because I think that it opens up your ability on the field even more. If they see that uh, you have the athleticism to get around them and hurt them that way, they're going to be on their heels just a little bit uh, for the rest of the game, and that may be all you need is just that little bit of extra time. So if that's what it takes let's do that um if i'm the guy that you're because uh, i know i, I don't uh, think david likes me very much oh, i called I'm him brad glad. johnson early in the season <laughs> yeah. now i say he's serviceable like i have a feeling david doesn't like me very much i like david very much i think he is a good solid hard-working guy um and, and he does his job and so serviceable may not have been fair um but there are things that i'd love to see him do and one of those is use that athleticism uh, and and make teams pay for coming after you full bore because right now what they're seeing is we can run after this guy and we can either get him back in the pocket or we can chase him back further and and cause even bigger problems.
1: So I'll say two things.
0: I, I, uh, I
4: think what okay. Philip you just did. I'll go ahead. Go ahead, Leo. I'm sorry.
1: No, no. I'll I'll let you I'll let you finish your thought and then I, and then I'll, I'll I'll say my piece. Go ahead, Jonathan. I
4: I, I think Philip if if anything and I, and I know David's listening to this. Watching actively. Uh, <laughs> you, you definitely lit a, a fire. He lit a fire under him, uh, which is a good thing. Um, with, with you calling him, you know, Brad Johnson or <laughs> serviceable. Uh, Brad Johnson is a Super Bowl know, winning quarterback.
0: He, That's not a bad thing,
4: but. He is a champion. And I, and I know if, if there's anyone who can bring a, a championship to the team, it's definitely David. I believe in his abilities. And I know he's going to correct some of the things. Yeah. You know, we have ups and downs during the season, and at the at the very end of the day, we're we're five and one. We're in a good spot. We know we got some games that we got to win. Right. Um, but you know, our depth at quarterback isn't isn't something to, you know close your eyes at. And and David knows that. David right. knows that he has to come in every day and improve. Um, he has guys that are right behind him in Armand Lot. Uh, he also has Nico Thomas that can also play quarterback that was actually brought in to play quarterback. A lot of people don't know that or they may may have forgotten that he was brought in to play quarterback, but, you know, David, David was hot. We had another quarterback that was here um, that came in that was, that was hot. Um, but Nico can definitely play the quarterback position. Um, Armand Lott is more than capable of playing the quarterback position and David knows that David knows that he has to get better, and that it's just you know not him back there where he doesn't have to look over his shoulder and make sure that he's doing the right thing. So um, you know our, our stable is good, and uh, we also picked up a, another kid that that can sling it just like those other three guys that I just mentioned um, from the from the tryout. So nice. uh, he can definitely get out of out of dodge the way the way Philip would would love to see. David do and um each of the quarterbacks they all bring something different That's to true. the offense and you know you never know what can happen. You know, it, it's definitely it's definitely David's job to to keep and uh we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, the guys are getting better in practice and we'll we'll just go from, from there.
1: So the 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 thing I was gonna say, I, I wanted to kinda uh touch on what Todd Mint said earlier. Uh, where you know he's given David his props, saying um, uh, he makes plays when he has to. He's mentally tough, which David described himself resilient was the word that he'd use. And I would absolutely uh-huh. say that's I'd accurate. Say absolutely, he, he's resilient. And, but I, I really like where he goes on to say he's a lunch pail, like he, he's a lunch pail guy, like this whole team is. And it's why all of them mm-hmm. are falling in love with the team so much, which I, I will 100% agree with that. This is that lunch pail, Definitely. get to work, roll up your sleeves kind of team. Uh, uh, really tough. And, you know, I've said it multiple times. They've been battle-tested throughout this season, and they kind of, like, have seen so many different situations in in such a short time that, you know, things don't get this team kind of ruffled. You know, they, they, they kind of just uh, – Get get back to work after whatever happens. Whatever happens, that play, they're right back to work. The next play, um, and we definitely see that about this team. That being said, Jonathan, this was kind of uh, uh, to you. You have your work. You you have your 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 team of you know uh, lunch pail guys rolling up their sleeves, getting to work. I don't think anyone would argue that the guys that are kind of your biggest performers the guys that are pulling, not pulling the weight, but the guys that are really uh, the like place. the guys you lean on to to when the going gets tough. These are the guys that kind of just lead the way through has been that defense over the offense. The defense has been phenomenal uh, uh, throughout the season, really take away that, that first game where they had some kinks to work out. Um, and I think part of that is just kind of some people, watching this knowing the talent the um, amount of talent that we have on the offense and just kind of waiting to see that double-sided sword that two, that that full performance where the defense dominates the offense dominates and it's kind of like that wanting to see that complete game being pulled together which I don't think we've quite seen yet Um, and I kind of want to get your as a general manager get your take on that and what your expectation is
4: expectation is kind of just what you said. You hit it right on the nail, um, to, to fly on, on, on all cylinders, offensively, defensively, and on special teams. Um, you know, those are things that we need to definitely work on and that we are working on. Um, offense definitely, um, has to give their kudos to our defense. They've been stellar in performances. I told James coach Jen, uh, Earlier, you know if he held North Texas under a certain amount of points that you know he could he could beat his chest like an untamed gorilla and you know that mm-hmm. was that was his thing you know um, so he, he definitely did that um, but what I would like to see is like any other fan would like to see you know we all want to see the 50 point games um, at the at the palace and I think that's what our fans deserve. And we're definitely working hard to uh, make sure that our offensive scheme and the plays are, are, are being called. Um, and then David has to go out there and execute those plays. And guys got to go out there and help David execute those plays. Uh, our defense has yeah. been phenomenal, uh, tops sure. in the league. Um, and I just think, I honestly think we have the best defense in the league, uh, hands down. Um, I think a lot of a lot of teams that have played around the AAL have had the benefit of of playing, you know, a, uh, what I would look at a, a cakewalk of a of a schedule. Um, I don't think they've really played anybody. I think the best talent is definitely in the state of Texas, um, and I I definitely believe in our talent. Um, so so you know that game last week. Or uh, a couple of weeks ago against North Texas, you know, David led uh, a game-winning drive, and I don't think that people—I yes, uh, don't want people he sure to forget that—that yeah. that he, yep. he led he led them to a uh, to a, a comeback drive, and he put it all together. And if we can continue to get him to have that that fire that he had in those last that last minute, I think twenty-five seconds or last minute, and fifteen seconds.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and match that with our defense playing the way they've been playing, uh, we're going to put a lot of people on notice. And I think people – I think our competitors, and I think other teams in the AL, they know that. They know that. Um, And I don't think it's a question. It's just a question of when it's going to happen, and and I definitely believe it will happen uh, in the Mississippi game on the, the 24th of May. Um, which we're hoping is going to be a packed house so everybody can see exactly what I'm for thinking sure. is yeah. going to happen.
0: Yeah, and tell us a little bit about, you guys have a promotion that's running. Now, unfortunately, I think it'll run out before this podcast hits, before we edit and put out the podcast <coughs> on Wednesday morning. But right now, for those that are on Facebook Live, tell us about your uh, promotions that you've got running for tickets because you got a couple of them, I think, out there, don't you?
4: Yes. So we do have a treat for for all of our active military um, patrons in in San Antonio, uh, we are doing our Military Appreciation Night on May twenty fourth. Um, all active military uh, will get in um, to our game for a discounted rate of five dollars.
2: That's uh, great. So
4: that that's going to be something special. Um, we're also working on having a uh, small a small performance. Um, with a, a, a local youth uh, dance team um, that will also be in attendance. Nice. And uh, we're, we're also trying to field some uh, some local high school talent for RTC to bring those those kiddos up and try to do the, the flag guard. So awesome. Um, we, we definitely have some things that are we have in store. Uh, we're hoping that you know the community, the city of San Antonio, jumps in and joins us on may 24th and it's definitely going to be a treat uh we want to thank all of our fans for sticking with us through this year um it's been a great season great first season um you know the only blemish that we have on our season is that first game that kind of got away from us but i think we've we've uh, accepted that challenge and we've corrected some things definitely along the way and um we, we definitely took care of of our, our business when we did play North Texas that second time. Mm-hmm. And now For we sure. just need to execute and be run at full cylinder, um, you know, May 24th starting that. And we're like I told the guys, we're we're 0 uh, And we need to go 2-0 to finish off the season. So we're definitely putting our, our heads down and putting on our hats and our hard hats and our defense is going to bring it. Our offense is going to bring it. And uh, special teams is definitely going to bring it. I definitely want to see another kick return for uh, for a touchdown. You know, no one's been able to repeat what Michael Williams has been able to do.
3: Right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout
4: out to that guy. He's he's he's, he's good. Um, hopefully, we can see Kali Rashad return one. Um, we got Jalil Ali. I always mess with him at practice. Um, Jalil, good, good dude, good dude. Has a mouth. I love it. He's always challenging guys. He's never seen a receiver that he can't he can't go up against no matter what size they are. And you have to love that dog mentality and, and, and Ali. So uh, I love I love our team. We're, we're doing great. Uh, we're led by some some great captains, um, studs on defense, studs on offense. If, if the city can, can make one game, if, if you missed all the games and you want to come to one to, to figure out, you know, what this arena football is like, what the San Antonio Gunslinger stand for, may 24th is definitely the game that you want to come out and see uh because that's going to be a testament to where we are in the season and all the hard work that we put in and practices the camps everything it's all going to come together on may 24th
2: awesome perfect so excited
0: and i know you know fans love to see 60 and and uh 50 and 60 point games that's all great but if y'all can deliver another nail biter right down to the end that ends in a one point game, we'll, we'll take that take too. Yeah, absolutely. Sure, well, we'll that was a lot it. of fun.
2: Now, when you you t- mentioned the six guys who you kind of were looking at at the tryouts, were they from San Antonio? Or mm-hmm. Were they from the surrounding areas or outside of Texas?
4: They were from San Antonio. Oh, good, uh, good. San Antonio has great. San Antonio has great talent when it comes to football. I think that's sometimes overlooked. Obviously, with you know Houston and Dallas and Austin. Uh, at, the, at the high school levels those are, are always going to be great cities with talent. but you know San Antonio, I've been following guys I've been in San Antonio for the last 16 years, so I've went to quite a few high school football games and there's definitely some good talent out here in San Antonio. A lot of guys get overlooked, but um, there are a lot of Diamond in the roughs and we have we have plenty of them on our team. Uh, we, we can't be slept on, we won't be slept on. We're going to demand our respect, um, and I think we we some respect. You know, I follow the social media um, pretty closely. I don't really comment on much, but I see it, and I'm pretty sure our guys see it. You know, the disrespect from some of some of the players, um, a lot of front running. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think they they know it and they felt it. All right, so- I, Actually, I heard them talking about it. <laughs>
0: All right, sir, Well, we're going to wrap things up there for this segment. We're going to uh, take a break real quick. When we come back, we're going to wrap up the whole show. we got one more segment left to go. Thanks for hopping on, yeah, Jonathan. Thanks, Jonathan. Oh, you for know that me. the phone line is always open for you guys.
2: See you on Thursday.
4: All right. I hope our, I hope our serviceable quarterback heard that. He's
0: ready. <laughs> I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. we that was a good one, guys. Thank you.
4: All right, you we'll too. take
0: a break right there. We'll be right back with you. Smoking Guns podcast. Smoking Guns Podcast is excited to offer you an opportunity to be a part of our team. Yeah. We have team uh the we, posse the posse the folks that uh that help us make the show go. If you're able, you can go to www.patreon.com slash smoking guns pod. That's smoking no g, guns with a z, P O D, and you can subscribe at the five, the ten, or the twenty dollar level. And just help us make this show go. We will call you out at the end of every show. We will get information to you, uh, you know, ahead of anyone else. When news breaks, like, I don't know, playoff scenarios finally get, get confirmed, the first people we're going to tell about those things is our patrons. Right. Because they've earned the right to get that information first. They're part
1: of our team. And we tend to get information before the general public does. We do. So.
0: Usually not long before the general public does, (laughs) but we do get it first. So if you want to be part of that group that gets that information before anybody else does, then go on to patreon.com slash smoking guns pod and... Just help us make the show go. It really helps out. We love our patrons, all of them. We do. Um, We're going to shout them out uh, here at the end of the show. Um, We'd love to have you be part of our team. Mm -hmm. Smoking on side, yes. Philip Higobotham, R.C. Woods, Leo Yama sitting around talking about uh, that conversation that we just had with uh, El Jefe as he goes by on Facebook. Yeah, that's right. Jonathan Young. The boss. Jonathan Young, the boss, the general manager, lots of good stuff. Um, interesting to hear um what he said about tryout specifically on the running back side of things. Because I was that that was a question I had almost immediately. It's like, mm-hmm. do we really need more on the running back side of things? Um And his answer was yes. His answer was <laughs> yeah. You know, you can always use more. I obviously understand the offensive line thing. You always, always oh, need. Yeah, them. yeah. You can never have line. enough good. Never have big guys. Um, and then we talked a lot about quarterback, and we've talked a lot about quarterback off, on and uh, off. line. And um, it
1: is what it is. Um, we're we're set at quarterback as far as starter, but you you sure. don't ever want to have. Just, and we have backup quarterbacks, but they play other positions. True. Right. We want to have a backup quarterback. I mean, we obviously, that's why we're looking. In case something were, God forbid, to happen to David where he's not able to finish a game or play a game, uh, you know, go down with an injury, we have to put someone under center. Yeah. And um, you don't want to take away from another position to do that. That's what we'd have to do now in an emergency. Right. Um, so, yeah.
0: So, we've talked about all of that, and we're going to talk more with our folks that are checking in on Facebook Live and some of their comments, Mm -hmm. Um, but we've still got two weeks (sighs) from tonight before we get back in the palace and play a game.
2: What should we do with all that time?
0: I don't know, but let me... Let's drink. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Let's have a tailgate somewhere.
0: Uh, We need to put together... In fact, we've kind of danced around... um, Dance... Well, not that way.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: We kind of danced around having pooper. another opportunity to get to everybody together at J.D.'s Bar and Grill. That's but,
2: right. I really want to. Uh,
0: and we want to do that. We're just looking for the right date and the right time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, some folks have said, why don't you do it on a weekend? Yeah. Uh, you're a big fan of trying to do something on a weekend, Leah. Yes. Um, I like weekends. And uh, you too? Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'm the odd man out. No. Uh, no. Weekends are fine. We've just got to find some time on the weekend. Uh, to get everybody out to JD's Bar and Grill, but you got to come out. Um, that's true. You got to come out and spend some time with us at JD's when we finalize something and set something up. We will let everybody know on our Facebook page. Right. Uh, we also know that the team is working on some things, but that's not finalized yet. Right. So they're uh, they're working on that and should have that out soon. Uh, oh. What. I just got word, uh, word via got Facebook what? Uh, that that may not work out, that uh, they were working on an event this weekend, and it looks like the venue uh, might not be available. So uh, they will retool and maybe Party try to find.
2: <laughs> Party <laughs> at JD's. Sure. Party at Phillips.
1: Oh, yeah. I see your comment from Alba. So what they were trying yeah. to work out was at Alamo Beer, and it wasn't going to work out for Alamo. So Oh, okay. Right. Uh, Michael Wayne Davis says
0: Will the Gunslinger still play in the AL next year Or will we go to another league As far as I know uh, We're an American Arena League team
2: That's right Yes
0: And that's all that can be said about that And we uh, know what you know <laughs> So Yeah Yeah yeah.
2: We'll, we don't we'll, know anything different
0: Okay Well now she's saying maybe the 22nd Which
1: is not this Saturday But the following Saturday The following Saturday, Saturday The 22nd um,
0: So be on the lookout for that Because it sounds like they're working on something there
1: Yeah so that's a Saturday. So I'm assuming that would be an evening time Alba, uh, if you know, or earlier during the day. I'm not sure, but yeah, we'll we'll be on the lookout for those details. Yeah.
0: <laughs> James Stelt says, "What do I miss? A lot. A man. lot. Oh, oh man, James.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us. By the way, I love when yeah, James joins you. us. Yeah, uh, he he tends to always every great. Time we do this.
0: Uh, we've been talking some about your defense and lauding praise on the defense." You know, uh, we were
1: talking smack about your defense this your whole time. Your ears were probably burning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why he joined us. His ears yeah, were burning. That's right. Uh, so the, the
0: Raiders are coming in yes, on the yeah. 24th, mm-hmm. and, and hopefully we'll have a chance to all get together before then. I hope so. Uh, but if we don't, we got to make this huge. Like the 24th has to be Epic. huge. Yes. yes, it does. Uh, simply because it's the last opportunity – that we know for sure
2: it's a home game. that
0: we will have the Gunslingers here in San mm-hmm. Antonio. Yes. Uh, final game of the season, final game of the regular season is in Fort Worth, which all of you need to drive up to and, and be there. Look, I watched part of that game yesterday. And unless mm-hmm. a, about a 1,000 people showed up at halftime, uh, they don't have a lot of – like, we could absolutely have a group go up there and our for number sure. – the North Texas Bulls fans.
2: And bring their your house. yellow towels, especially on the 24th.
0: Do what? Oh, yeah. Bring yeah, the bring yellow you, towels. Yeah. Uh Sorry, he came in late. Forgot about tonight. Who did? Oh, James, oh, James. Stoltz is saying he forgot about tonight. And I think he means uh, when he says he would poop bricks if we were like talking bad about his defense.
1: Oh, part. yeah. Oh. We wouldn't uh, do that to you, James. No, yeah. <laughs> no, we're big
0: fans of we're big fans of the defense and the defensive guys and the defense you guys have put together um, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although, yeah, um, although the last person I said I was a big fan of thinks I hate them, so <laughs> <laughs> that's not the case. The uh, when the raiders come in we got to get so you heard jonathan say that they are offering uh, a promotion to military, military $5 yes. tickets but unfortunately if you're listening to this on the podcast you've missed you that you missed
1: it yeah um if you're watching live you if you're watching that yeah. live tell, you tell everyone friends. you know guys you guys on tell facebook a friend. tell, a tell a friend. everyone we
2: all have someone who's five dollars to $5 get right the game. this
1: yeah. is san antonio you know somebody you in the de- military you know,
2: like five or ten really. and
1: it's it's five dollars anywhere you want to be in the game i'm i'm assuming because the ten dollar special was anywhere dasher board didn't matter right Right. Yeah. yeah
0: i believe so yeah uh and so those promotions are going going on oh what was that Oof, that was my phone that was it's okay oh, no. leo's phone yeah um Get, get your tickets because this is the last opportunity you're going to have for a while. Like mm-hmm. the season doesn't start until next March.
2: Right. The kids are probably out of school on the 28th. So that's like that Monday before the end of the week. So they can that stay up late. That is the
0: last late. week of school. They
2: can stay up late. What are they going to learn that one day? Come on. Bring them in. Bring <laughs> them. Stay up
1: late. Tailgate. All they do is eat cake and like play around that last day. They don't do anything That last week anyway. is
2: like, never mind. Yeah. No learning here.
1: Thanks uh, for joining us Coach Q. Coach Q is checking out on Facebook. We appreciate See, you as always for being with us. Thank you. So
0: we need the Dasher area packed. You're right, Alba. We need the whole place packed. Like we need pack the, the whole
2: uh
0: Palace packed.
2: Yeah, pack the Palace. Pack the Palace. That
1: was we were the pushing yeah. well, We were pushing for for 3000 at the beginning of the season and we still Let's haven't gotten there. Let's get it. Oh, yeah, Let's get this get is our
0: it. last chance to get that 3000 in the Rose Palace. Uh-huh. Uh, Todd Mintz says, how many does Rose Palace hold? I think it was 4,500. Right. Yeah. That's, the So we that's could that's easily do 3,000. But we need to get 3,000. Like that's, that's our next thing. That's,
2: go- that's our goal.
0: Uh, so get your tickets, get your friends in, get anybody you want, anybody who loves football. This is the last opportunity, uh, to get them in and get them at the game and let's blow that place out. And then just what, 10 days later or so?
1: Um, yeah, let's Road all trip. go up to Fort Worth and do the Road same thing trip.
2: there.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely going to that game. Uh, we don't know yet. I think we've mentioned this before if we're going to be doing the broadcast for that game or not because they have their own broadcast team and that hasn't been decided. But even if we're not doing the broadcast, like we're making that trip up there yeah. to see this game and I know of at least uh two other fans that are going to be doing that as well. So the more that we can get to join two us for other. that, uh, that would be at least. We need two like 202 yeah, more We need people. more. So, yeah, yeah definitely. For sure. uh, let's get that uh, together as well. We can discuss that in the fan page, or if you want to do that on the Smoking Guns uh, 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 Facebook page, uh, we can definitely kind of get a group together and maybe uh, maybe make travel arrangements together or something like that. It would be great. But I hang, mean, hang out place before the game. So yeah. I get it that we didn't have anybody travel out to – well, we didn't have a ton of people. We, there were some
0: people there that were Gunslingers fans and Addie's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they sat right down in front of us. I think they were uh, with Boss Hogg. I think it was Boss oh, Hogg's family, okay. which is kind of funny that he's playing out there. I'm not sure. Um, but there were some Gunslinger's folks there. But I understand. Like, yeah. Hattiesburg, Mississippi is nine and a half hours away. Mm. I get it. Uh, Fort Worth is not.
2: That's true. <laughs> Fort yeah. Worth is sure only about some...
0: four and a half, five hours,
2: yeah, depending have...
0: on how you drive and what 35 does to you.
2: And you have family there, so just stay with them. You don't have to get a hotel they're all reading quietly.
0: Yeah, we're yeah. I'm just reading
1: uh you're talking the attendance numbers and comparing yeah. to what the Talons had compared to what oh. the Gunslingers have done so far. So
0: Well, and I'm looking around not just at the American Arena League but also some CIF games I've watched. Yes. Um, and even you know really until you get up into like IFL mm-hmm. they're bringing in huge, you know big crowds as far as but we are No surprise to me, San Antonio is supporting this team better than anything I've seen AAL-wise so far. Yeah. Now, it's hard to tell sometimes on
1: the the thing. We've had some decent numbers, you know, especially relative to other places, but I'm not necessarily sitting here patting ourselves on the back, like, way to go, San Antonio fans, because I know it could be even better, like a lot better. Right. So um, we're definitely encouraging you guys to... Let everyone know. And then I know the team is encouraging uh, this last game, especially with uh, this promotion that they're doing. So we're really hoping to pack that palace. And that'd, that'd be great if we could get, you know, 3,000 plus in there.
2: For that'd sure. be awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: I'd be incredible. It already gets, uh, like, loud. Yes. Uh, <laughs> with a couple of thousand. We get 3,000 in there. We get up to 4,000 at some point. It's going to be really, really loud.
2: I know I had reached out to Taylor to see if we could do, like, um, some kind of cheer thing with some of the moms, but she said it was a little bit too late. So, yeah. But that would have been kind That's of That's cool. Taylor
0: with the six shooters, right? Yes. The yes. six shooters. Yep. So.
2: But I'll go out there if they ask me. Well, there you go. Yeah. No one's asking me. There you me. go, six shooters. <laughs> no one's <laughs> asked me.
0: Uh, all you got to do is ask RC and she'll get out there and dance with do you something. guys. I'll do something. Right?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: in the same way that we were going to play tonight. Right um rc is gonna get out there and be part of the uh the six shooters
2: calls, yeah that's right i'm there
0: why not mm-hmm. you were gonna try out you never did try out
2: well because they had that stipulation about the two-piece but you've seen why now but you know what i bought a two-piece so there.
1: boom I'm oh going, really I'm,
2: yes i'm going to the coast next month and i bought a oh, two-piece
1: here's well, an there idea There you
2: go what's an idea
1: alba just said how about at halftime with sheriff power you can get out there that's it. I yeah. share power? Sheriff, power. sheriff power. Sheriff power. Oh, sheriff
2: power. You want me to be sheriff power? No, no. Dance with
1: dance sheriff. Power. Oh, power.
2: dance! Oh, I could do that. It's on.
0: Cut a rug. <laughs>
2: okay, I'll do that too.
0: Boot scoot with. I, I uh, can in, do that. You do the boot I, scoot.
2: Yeah, I'll do that.
1: Okay. Your husband may get jealous though.
2: Nah. <laughs> guy in a
0: foam costume nah. I don't think so I, know. Like, I don't know if anybody yeah. didn't know that the uh, share power is a foam costume if you thought that was a real person I'm sorry I may have just ruined
2: something
0: <laughs> for you way to go He's Phil He's a robot <laughs> uh, it's
2: going
0: to be it's going to be a great game it's going to be a great atmosphere because it always is like I can say that for sure because the games we've had out there have been incredible they mm-hmm. They've been a blast Tell games great uh getting is a lot of fun not a ton of people showing up ton. but it's a monday afternoon but i the get the ones that.
2: who show up man they're ready to rock they're having
0: a good time yes yeah. uh hope to see chris out there with teardrop pepper company that would be cool Oh,
2: you know i talked to him but i think his wife is going to be out of town so it's the whole baby well, issue. she was out of town when i know came out. i know well we'll see I'll, I'll send another message uh
0: coach's corner out there and uh you know food and drinks from them if food, you're part of coach's beer. corner
1: yes and uh, then what about the turkey the legs? Groups. Remember
2: the first game they had those turkey legs? What happened? To we the need turkey to legs? bring back the turkey legs.
1: Thanks for reminding us, because Philip and I don't remember because we were up in that booth and didn't have oh. any of those delicious. Hey, turkey I tried to bring y'all some water. We're so good. And Dolores and Dolores yes, is, thank you.
2: And Dolores is really good about that.
1: So
0: Todd says, I uh, wondered how M's uh, how RC stayed so calm after we won that miracle game versus North Texas. I was going nuts. He stayed so professional uh Who, todd. I, did,
2: I did not stay calm
0: uh todd your 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 booth for the game is myself on play by play and then leo so maybe yeah he thinks
1: i'm rc but i'm leo and that's rc
2: i'm rc i'm and, a female so. and
1: leo's really good at staying calm like i am leo is not one that will get
2: <laughs> I, am, I am not calm
1: like
0: i'll i'll get my blood pressure up over some things i'll yell and <laughs> scream i'll do some of that kind of stuff leo is calm leo's a calm guy I'm but Leo. I was excited. It was an exciting moment.
1: Oh, yeah. And so then that's it wasn't. Le-
2: raise your hand, Leo. That's Leo. <laughs> and that's Philip, And I'm RC. Yeah. I-, I think everyone should know that by now.
1: Well, Todd's new Todd, yeah, Todd's to this just group. In. Oh, I'm i don't sorry. think he's been around okay. much.
2: Okay, Todd. I'll give you a heart then. There's a heart Uh But
0: Todd. no, Leo did stay nice and uh, calm. And then, w- I think we talked about this last time on the show, but both of us started getting nervous as the conversation continued to go on with yes. the-, the refs about...
1: Yeah. Is, he Is this really going to get overturned? Really get
0: overturned? Yeah. That would
1: have been. We try to stay professional on the broadcast. So it's not really professional. We get too crazy excited too. So I, I kind of try to temper that, you know. Yeah. Okay. Although there are times where there's a play and it, it just comes out of me. I'm like, oh, like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's... yeah.
2: I'm so not professional when I'm in the stands. You're not? <laughs> not at all.
0: Uh, we try. And, and, you know, we try. Okay. We yeah. don't always do it. I get <laughs> that. Um, there are some folks that have... Uh,
2: called you out? Yeah. That have called really? us out
0: and been like, oh, they're too biased to be doing the play-by-play. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. If that's what you feel like...
2: If that's the worst, you can call us then go ahead.
0: Right. Um, I'm making no secret about the fact that I do a podcast for the Gunslingers and I'm a Gunslingers fan, um, but I am able to be professional and call a game without that. Um
2: I feel like we need Jonas on here.
0: We, we did Jonas we in do. when uh, we did our JC, the, the our JD's, JD's game. Yeah, yeah. Jonas oh, was we there. Did. We need to get him on another one. Uh, the unsung hero That's of right. the broadcast. I love him. I'm telling you. Cuss up a storm, RC. Let people know we rock the place. I think he's talking <laughs> about when. We're at the game, not right now. Yeah, don't oh, up no, no, not, not on the not, show. Not we now. don't have an E next to our <laughs> podcast. We we want to keep it that way. So so ask the game, ask yes. all the
2: moms. I'm I'm pretty loud out there.
0: Uh, so three thousand people. Is, that, is that. that.
2: Reasonable? Of course, it is. You think yes. that's possible? Yes, it is. Um, May twenty fourth. It would be summers nice. around the Man. corner. School's about to end. Come on.
0: Pack the palace and then turn around two weeks later or a week and a half, I think, later and 10 days later and go up to Fort Worth and just blow those people out in their home arena. That would be be so much
1: fun. It will be. I can't wait for that that little 10-day period. It's going to be like... Especially after this kind of like layoff of, of you know a few weeks yeah. of nothing, then all of a sudden those you know we're back, and then that big game. Not to look past the Mississippi Raiders because no. that's not a team to look past on. But I think our coaches and players know this and would never overlook someone. That Raiders team is a legit team that you're gonna have to you're gonna have to be ready for to play. Definitely well, be ready.
0: Let's be honest. If the Gunsmears look past the Raiders, which I don't think they're gonna do. But if they were to look past the Raiders and somehow end up losing that game, that just deflates almost everything going into that North Texas game. It means far less. Yes. Because it's not an opportunity any longer to hold on to or to win the division. I'm assuming right. North Texas is going to win out. Right. Now, uh, if there's now, a wild card, yeah,
1: it'll still be in play, but yeah.
0: But it would, it would just suck a lot of the fun out of that game. Yes. Uh just so like we, that? yeah, just that was, like that. That was, that was a good Almost sound exactly like that. Yeah. <laughs> um so and I know the coaches, I know our players, I know this group of guys is not gonna be looking past Mississippi because um
2: every game counts.
0: It does, and Mississippi played them harder uh than I, they haven't played an easy game. I don't think the Gunslingers have played an easy Mm-mm. game this season no everybody they've played has given them a game right yes Uh, from north texas both times mississippi uh getting that first win which was huge right and then austin both times like all of these games yes have been real games battles there there hasn't been the 68 to 12 game no No. that that we just haven't seen those or a game Um,
2: that they stopped playing at the last five minutes either Right. Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like we could have had one of those tonight, I guess. We could have. We can
0: get that. Uh,
2: And they're big guys. Like I remember, like I'm used to seeing our guys because, you know, I've been with them since what, June? And I've seen them at practice with their pads, without their pads. But when I saw the Bulls that first game, I thought, oh, my God, these guys are really big. You know, mm -hmm. now I've kind of gotten used to it, you know, but there's some really big players out there
0: uh yeah. james stoltz says we beat mississippi 44 to 23 or something like that and that score is close although i can't verify that that's correct
1: i think we doubled them up so that's right it was, we did
0: it was 46 to 23, 23 yes um, yeah. so you're right I, it was but i watched that i was there at that game that did not feel indicative of of the game certainly in the first half of it uh, yeah. I think the second half we kind of took control.
1: Yeah, we did that was we kinda pulled away after that. They lost their starting quarterback in that mm. game, if you remember. They he got hurt. Um right. and we know that, that was huge. That's definitely a big the thing. closest game we've had to, you know, that sixty whatever to to twenty one game that we know this team has in them. Right. Um they but, do yeah. have it
2: in them.
0: Uh Seth San Miguel says, Can we talk about David Olvera, runner up for league MVP? I you know um, uh, I, I don't think that that's – why run her up? Like, tell me who you've got ahead of him right now.
1: Uh, ahead of David? Yeah. Like, tell the, me in the uh, league who you would have ahead of him. The only person I can think of is Kent Jr. Uh, yeah, and I mean – But they don't have the record that the, the gunslingers have right. at True. this point. So uh, he would definitely be one of the leaders.
0: If it's the most valuable leader. person on the best team in the league – um, I don't know enough about Charlotte, so let's just talk about the teams we know because right. I don't know what the Charlotte Thunder are doing. But
2: Buccaneers zero. We have to talk about that. Well, yeah, no, yeah. Um <laughs>
0: I, I don't know wild. who else you would put ahead of David at this point. Because
2: um, who was the star at the Wild? Nobody, right? That really stood out.
0: I mean, they've got some. They've got some good players, they might, and they've but got, but a got a good solid team. A lot of talent. Yeah. Um, but as far as an MVP candidate, no, I, don't I don't know that so. there's one standout guy on no. their roster at least necessarily. No, I can't think of one. Um, Robert Kid Jr. Is certainly a guy you would discuss. But if our record is better and the yeah. an MVP mm-hmm. MVP is yeah. the best player on or the the most valuable player on the best team, team. then
2: they would go to David.
0: Uh, you know, I, yeah, I think you'd be hard pressed to say you know it, it's not David.
1: Yeah, he's definitely in contention, if not the front runner at this point. Um, not considering outside of the division because we don't know what we don't know about Charlotte. Todd just right, said true. the Charlotte QB would be considered, but they have he has all stars all around him. Mm. You know that team is stacked, right? Uh, apparently, so um, yeah. I mean, they there's an argument for Davis like for sure. They are, yeah,
0: yes. Um, Carl was the QB. Carl was great. But he played their first two team games against us. I think he's talking about uh, Austin's quarterback, Carl Robinson. Yes. Mm. Um, who did well, but he did not play yesterday in Austin. He, oh, he was didn't. not the starting quarterback. Oh. It was somebody different, and uh, I'm not looking at the roster right now, so I don't remember who it was, but it was their backup, was the starter in uh, North Texas.
1: Yeah, Carl Robinson, definitely a skilled player, uh, kind of a dual threat kind of guy. Keed keyed in a bit on his primary receiver a little he too did. much.
0: He had a tendency to yes. really look at one guy. We we caught that up in the booth. I know that James and his defense probably grabbed onto that too um, because Carl did have a tendency to lock
1: in on one guy
0: from the snap of the ball.
1: They but, but just didn't have the time. But MVP-wise, well, so certainly the in the...
0: in the, um, I, I think your, your 1 and 1A one right now have to be a conversation between David and... Robert Kent Jr. Yeah. So maybe uh, that's
1: another thing that will be decided by that game. <laughs> oh, that's true.
0: Yeah. I you mean, maybe know? so. Yeah. Uh, and, and we have great players, but the great players that we have at other positions share the load, whereas David true. is the guy. The, David is mm-hmm. the quarterback. And if he doesn't perform, there, there's, you know. Uh,
2: there's only so much other players can do. Nico
0: can have a great game, and then Joey Fisher can have a great game the next week. And, you know whoever you defend against, we've talked about this on the show before, whoever you decide to double team or defend against, there's another guy right beside yep. him. Yep. It's just as dangerous. Uh, same thing on our defense. You've got Pierre and Cody.
2: Oh yeah. Um, and Beasts. then,
0: you know, Jonathan Taylor and those guys on the offensive line, uh, defensive line. Uh, but again, Anyone you decide, hey, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stop this guy. This guy's not gonna get to our quarterback. Okay, yeah. (laughs) But you can't do that with four guys. True. You can't double team four guys. You only have eight players. So, you know, I don't I I don't see how you could make you could not make a case for David. I mean, David Mm -hmm. has been the guy that has led this team to a four and one record, five and one
1: record, five and one now. Yes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we're gonna call it five and one. That's what it is.
0: Yeah, I'm
2: going to call it Cinco and Uno.
0: Cinco and Uno? Mm-hmm. All right.
2: I'm just saying. That's cool. I'm yeah. just giving you a hard time, Philip. All right. <laughs> hey, why not?
0: Todd Benn says, Kent's, uh, Kent was an MVP for the Revolution, but it was not a year they won the title. That was the year after. Um, yeah, remember, Robert Kent Jr. has been around this. He's been doing this he's, a long time. Yeah,
1: he's got some accolades already.
0: Yeah, he's won some championships. He's mm-hmm. won some MVPs. He's been... Um, playing
1: football for 17 years, professional football for 17 years.
2: How many rings does he have? Yeah,
1: I have no idea. And here's David Oliveira. just something that's kind of awesome. First year pro quarterback. Right. You know, d- didn't go to college, you know, uh, played high school. We talked to him. He talked about it on the show, yep. played high school, and then went straight to like and semi-pro. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And here he is in the same conversation as a guy with a resume like Robert Kent Jr. So that's I mean, that's pretty impressive. Impressive, yes. Well,
0: and he is, he's bought in on the gunslingers. Uh, I remember the conversation we had with him and Nate when we had that's both right. quarterbacks in and we'd said, Where do you see yourself in mm-hmm. a few years? And Nate Mace said, You know, on to the next thing, bigger and better. Right. Yeah. And that's who Nate Mace is. He is. Yes. And I'm not going to take that away from him. He's got goals. True. Great. Um, but David's goal I remember was I want to be the starting quarterback for the gunslingers Yeah, being three, four, five years.
1: Yeah. He said right here, roll so, it back.
0: So yeah, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's going to get better and he's going to get better as a gunslinger. Um, although if he gets a whole lot better,
2: you mean that day, he might get
0: some uh, I mean, offers. Yeah. He starts getting some <laughs> offers to go into the bigger areas. Who knows?
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, we've talked, I think that's something that speaking of those, uh, Someone posted on Facebook recently from the team saying, "Be sure to come out to that last game because it may be your last opportunity to see see some of these guys together. Because a lot of these guys are going to go and try their hand in like uh, the CFL and some other higher leagues. So, So, you know, there's level, there's guys with levels of talent here that." They are going to move on to, to that's true. better or you know bigger opportunities and more power to them. And once a gunslinger, always a gunslinger, we will remain fans of those guys.
2: For sure. We'll follow them just like we did the commander. It's like, look at Cheeto, you yeah, know?
1: Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: There is no doubt in my mind. In fact, I know that um, packages of highlights are already being sent out to, uh, requested and sent out to leagues above the American Arena League for some of our players.
2: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, that's th- what we want to hear. That's happening.
0: Yeah, like I, I know for a fact that's happening, Fred Jimenez. Uh, if the Gunslingers can move up, what indoor league would you like to see them in, uh, Fred? I don't even want to really entertain that conversation, and here's why: uh, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter what league they're in. I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be sold out on what the Gunslingers are doing, and so I'm gonna let ownership make that decision. And if we're the American Arena League next year, then we'll. Um, we'll wreck shop there. And if we're not, if we move into another league or we're independent or whatever that looks like, because there's lots of options for them, Mm -hmm. then I'm still going to be a a gunslinger fan. fan. Yeah. Um, We'll still be here
2: doing the podcast.
0: I don't really want to entertain that discussion because it doesn't really matter where they end up. I would assume that they'll be in the American arena league next year. So, uh, you know, that that's, that's the best I could tell you right that's right,
2: like we know what you know,
0: uh, yeah, I mean I you know that's that's my assumption is that we'll still be in the American Arena League next year, and if we're not um then I'm following the team, not the league necessarily,
2: true, uh, and we want you to follow us, oh either way, right, for
0: sure, so pack the palace on the twenty fourth yep, and then on the fifth, let's all head out to road trip uh. Fort yeah, worth. let's head out to fort worth uh, go see their inflatable um barriers that leo's such a big fan of yeah their, i can't wait their to their see those in wall. <laughs> uh and yeah we'll we'll see uh we'll see what happens there that's gonna be a huge game are they
2: do they tailgate
0: i don't know that's a great question
2: right we need to find that out who can we call
0: yeah, we need to find out. Uh, I don't. Tyrone's probably not watching right now, but I can reach you out to him.
2: He should be Tyrone.
0: But we need to find out if they do tailgating out in
2: yes, Fort Worth. We, we need to know that, yeah. so, so, we, so can we can show them. Yeah, you know, it's, well, really, how it's done. really done. it's really
0: done. Then we have so I, there's lots of questions out there about how the playoffs are going to work. Yeah, um, I have the same questions.
1: Yeah, we're we're wondering the same. Um, And we don't have the answers.
0: We don't. We've, we've, I think we mentioned this. I I don't remember what we've talked about on and off um, Facebook live right now, but my expectation, and this is Phillip's expectation. It is not based in any sort of reality. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I reject your reality. I substitute my own. Um, It's not based in any sort of reality. This is just what I expect to happen. In his
1: his world. In the matrix of Phillip's head. There There are four playoff
0: spots, we've been told. Yes. I would assume that is three division winners and one wild card, which would be the best record in the league that is not a division winner. That's what would make the most sense because there's three divisions. Yeah. That is, in Phillip's mind, that's how they should determine the playoffs. Yep. Um, I am assuming that the Western Division, that these two teams, North Texas and San Antonio, will both make the playoffs if they do what we think they'll do, which is win out, and then somebody's got to take a loss there on the fifth. Right. One team has to take a loss, and that team would be the wildcard team, and the other team would be the division winner.
1: Mm. Right. Then who plays who after that is what we don't know. Yeah. I can tell you this much. Neither one of those other two teams will want to play either North Texas or San Antonio. I
0: mean, Charlotte Thunder, the numbers they've been putting up, I haven't been able to watch much football of what they've done, but they yeah. I don't think they're scared of it. I'm not
1: saying they're going to be scared, but I'm saying they'd rather play that other team first. Someone that we know. Right. I mean, you know.
0: Uh Todd Mint says Indy or Tampa are the competition for the wild card right now. Maybe. Um I just think if both of these teams win out and then somebody takes that loss, you've got a one you've got one two loss team. Um and the other thing that I see from my perspective is that becomes really easy for the league itself to say you two play one playoff game somewhere there in Texas and then send one team to travel to play the final championship game. And that makes much more sense. So you have your Midwest and your Eastern division people play each other. And then you have the two teams from Texas and then, you know, travel becomes easy because all of these teams have to factor all of that in. Like you don't want to travel to the East coast twice. No, you know, you don't want to have to go play Tampa and then turn around and go play Charlotte uh, from Texas like that's rough. So I really believe in my heart of hearts. And again, this is Phillips reality. This is not the reality. I think that North Texas and San Antonio are going to end up playing four games against each other this season. Which so I'm fine re-
1: Repeat that again? Wow. Four games.
0: Yeah, because we, we will have played three times three. in regular yes. season. Okay, I see, I see. And then there will be a playoff game. I truly see uh, that being the most reasonable
1: thing to happen right now. Talk about taking it up a notch. I don't know how many notches we can take up. We can go higher than this last game. I know. <laughs> and you
0: know what? I think the fact that we lost that first game might actually be okay. It's, like yeah. nobody liked it at the time. We no, all cool. felt terrible at the time. That's we true. didn't want that. We didn't want to take a loss in our first game. We right. didn't want to lose it all. Nine and oh was right. the big time. Jason top. was nine and and I don't know. But it is so hard to sweep a team. Oh yeah. In three, in, in three or four games in the same season. Like it, it's darn near impossible. Right. Right.
2: So we got the that. first loss out so of the So we way.
0: lose once and we get that out of the way. <laughs> that opens it up where it's like, okay. We did it now. You know, we can uh, win. So I'm okay now looking back. At the time I wasn't. But I'm okay now with that loss.
2: I'm okay with that loss because yeah. remember the field was horrible. I was like, oh, everything's. Horrible. We don't talk about that. I don't, re- I that, don't remember varsity. anything about the field. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. so. Yeah.
0: I'll tell you the story. <laughs> I, Coach Q's already left, so he can't tell us. Maybe James will know or if, if one of the players are on, some of the ownership. I gave them an idea. You did? For the North Texas game. Did I tell you guys about this? I think I told you about this offline, but I, I don't think we've talked about it during the show. Uh, keep going. For the North Texas game that was just two weeks ago. Yes. Uh, that old blue monster oh, of yes. a turf is out behind the Rose Palace. Okay. And so I sent a message to Coach Q and I said, you know what I would do is I would cut swatches of that field for every player, 22 of those swatches. Okay. And just before the game, I would hand them out to everybody and say, this is what North Texas thinks of you. This is who they played last time. This is what they ran up against last time. And they think they're coming out and they're going to play the same team that they played last time. Mm -hmm. This blue turf is what they think you are. If you're better than that, tonight's the night. You have to go out and prove that. And Coach said he was going to cut some swatches. I don't know that if he did. That seems like a lot of work to me. It's, it's motivation. This is Q and, and O motivation. we're talking about. All, work, right, all work right, doesn't scare him.
2: I think of other ideas you can do with that blue monster.
1: Uh, Lanny Boogie says there's no structural procedures as yet for playoffs. Yeah, has it been, it's still being worked out by the league is what I understand. Yeah. We're making assumptions right now. Like, like I said, world. this Phillip's is Philip's reality. Yes. This is how I would do it if I were the commissioner of the league. And Philip never has a bad idea, guys. Ever. Just, me. Reminds Just of ask strange. him. Philip has never, never had, had a bad, bad idea. idea. <laughs> uh, so
0: that is the way that I think it should go. All right. And then if that's the case, gosh, that fourth game. And where would it be? Yeah. Like, do you have it in a neutral site?
1: You'd have to. It, yeah, I mean it'd be tough like w- where you have that at but a neutral site I think would be uh the best way to go. But what neutral site would would
2: In the
0: wild? Would you
1: consider then? I
0: mean between here <laughs> and
1: Austin somewhere in the Austin area obviously would be the Austin, most, Austin maybe Waco? I, that's what I said yeah.
2: in the Austin area.
1: Waco would be a possibility. Look at that. Michael Wayne Davis says sell some some of those swatches you're talking pieces of the turf to the fans he, he'd be uh, interested in buying a piece of that original turf
2: that's funny see
1: there you go that could be
2: our fundraiser
1: we've got some gunslingers ownership on the show yeah. right now there's some there's an interesting idea for you guys you don't have to, to sell, sell it something. for
0: much but it was the original field it was the
1: first field that would be history. That's a Iconic. good that's, that's an idea, Michael. Like, I, mean, I kind of want a piece now. Lanny <laughs> uh, Boogie jumps in with an
0: interesting idea. He oh, says, Why not meet halfway? Mm-hmm. And I think he means between all of the teams in the AAL mm-hmm. and set up a bubble for a couple of weeks and do your playoffs that way.
2: Well, that'd be nice.
0: So you set up a bubble in, like, he says, Mississippi, which would be, you know, about centrally located folks from Texas and folks from the East Coast. Kind of mean in Mississippi, which means New you Orleans? can't live stream the game. That's <laughs> the bad thing about yeah. You
1: won't be able to live stream the game there, you though. You
0: sure as heck can't live stream the game
2: I from say Mississippi. I said we go to New Orleans. That's a fun place.
0: You just got to find a place to play.
2: Ah, minor detail. Uh, Let's and, just meet in New Orleans.
0: And, uh, and have a playoff bubble. That's a great idea.
2: I like the bubble idea.
0: Uh, cost would be high because you got to house players for a couple of weeks. Mm. That would be kind of rough uh make sure it's sanitized first (laughs) (laughs) uh there's you an idea though gunslingers ownership let's uh sell
1: pieces of that turf for people to you know what i'm thinking i like Proudly display in their home (laughs) i like it there you go michael that's a great idea
2: I know we have some downtime, and I know we really haven't done any com- community service. Maybe we can ask for some suggestions, of maybe a com- community service project that we could do. It has
0: been a while since we've. Uh, yeah,
2: we we've collected blankets, we've collected we cans. Yep. Fans. Right. Okay. Fans. Two cans fans of fans. Do. So I wonder what something else we could do. I mean, we she have two say, weeks. You did know? she
0: just say cans of fans? I.
1: I okay. said cans, cans and fans. Cans, okay. yeah. All right. Well, we're getting into the oh spring, getting into the summer months again. A oh, fan drive might be in order again, something like that. For, for
0: summer, sure. Both of my fans are already
1: running in my bedroom right now. Mm-hmm. Although right now we might need umbrellas more than anything else with all Jeez, this yeah. rain that we're getting due to an umbrella Oh, you know what? We, for- can, we can
2: have something at JD's and then they bring a fan there. So if you don't Maybe. want to drink, but you want to do some community service, you can bring a fan. Maybe. You know,
1: yeah, I, I feel like we kind of need about to do something
2: about, about that. We'll put
1: something out there. You yeah, know, we'll talk about it. Off, we'll take suggestions too. If you yeah. Guys if you've know. got ideas, let
0: us know. Yeah. Uh, things that we can do, ways we can get involved.
2: Give back to the community.
0: So we need to keep everybody engaged. We've got two more weeks and it already feels like it's been a long time since that North Texas game. Cause yes. it has been, it's, it's mm-hmm. been two weeks. We've still got two weeks to go. Uh, we got to stay engaged and we got to pack the palace on right. uh, the 24th. Right. Mhm. Fred Jimenez have the gunslingers. Now painted... Now, how do you say his last name? Jimenez. 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 Whatever.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I look at Leo like, come on.
0: Have the gunslingers painted the new field? Uh, no need to, right? That's
1: fine. The way it is. It, I mean, but it does it's have the old cool. team's logo on there. It does have, have the Quad details. City Steamrollers? And I think that's what he's referring to. Um, not, not that hasn't been done yet, uh, Fred. Um, I think there's a lot of things right now going on for the team, things that they're trying to to do for, I'm talking about ownership uh, as we do this playoff push. And I would say that that's one of the things that's been on their list, but it's probably a little bit down the list. Um, I don't think it's near the top. For sure. I was going to say they don't have the
2: time, but that would kind of be funny because they really do have the time.
0: Uh, and Seth Samiguel says, did I say that one right, Arcee? I don't know. <laughs> uh, how about start designing the ring that David Alvaro will bring to the San Antonio gunslingers? Um there's still work to do. Yeah. There's still work to do. Like I, I'm I am hopefully it comes to that, yes. I, I'm a big believer in this team and what they can do.
2: And does the um, podcast get a ring?
1: Love his love his confidence. I though, have no idea. That.
0: Yeah, I do like his confidence, but uh one and zero is always my thing. Is let's be one and zero this week, and so we've still got two weeks before this week comes. But let's concentrate on being one and zero against the Mississippi Raiders on the twenty fourth. We can talk on the podcast and amongst fans about playoff pictures and playoff scenarios and all that kind of stuff. I want this team concentrating on being one and zero every week, each Mm -hmm. game. That's that's the way things should be, right? Mm -hmm, For sure. So we're gonna wrap things up. That was quick. That was fast. <laughs> um, so we've got uh, we got a game coming up on the twenty fourth. It's yep. got to get here faster. Yes, I'm. I'm ready. Watch, I'm ready right now. Watching the clock. Come on, move. Uh, <laughs> but we can't talk all the way until the twenty fourth. But we'll be back before then. Uh, but we're not going to talk. Then carry this episode on all the way to the twenty fourth. We're going to wrap things up right there. So all that remains is for us to tell you that the Smoking Guns Podcast is brought to you by
1: Texas Sports LMT, that's Licensed Massage Therapist. They specialize in sports massage, sports stretch, Swedish, and deep tissue massage. Texas Sports LMT has been in business eight years and was nominated Best of San Antonio three years in a row. Uh, Laura works alongside, well, she worked alongside the San Antonio Commanders, making sure they were game day ready at all times. And she also worked and provided Sports Stretch to numerous players from the NFL and the NFL Combine. Sports Stretch is structured to be performed on athletes of any size or any stature. And it's safe uh, for just about anyone who is looking to gain flexibility in order to perform on in, to perform on the field, in the gym, or just in everyday activities. Give Laura, the Texas Sports LMT, a call to set up an appointment today. You can reach her at 210 459 0176. that's two one zero four five nine zero one seven six. Ask for Laura. It's not how you train; it's how you recover.
0: Smoking Guns podcast is also brought to you by our amazing, our wonderful, our uh, magnanimous and incredible patrons: uh, Iris and Mo Ferrante, yes, Herman Robles Jr., Alba Nava, Greg and Kim Nelson. Humphrey Hernandez, Adriana Garcia, and our buddy, Warren Hubert. Um, all those folks
1: do great people. An amazing thing yes.
0: by helping us make the show go month after month. Um, giving us an opportunity to continue to cover the gunslingers and thank- continue to make our show go.
1: Yeah. Thank you all so much. It really helps a lot. If you want to be
0: part of that team, go to Patreon.com uh, and subscribe, uh, slash smoking guns pod. And subscribe and, and help us make the show go. Well, that's it. Um, we've got lots. Uh, that was a lot more to cover than I really thought yeah, we had. We didn't have
1: any we idea. We thought this was, was going to be the... a short show
0: <laughs> because there's not much to talk about. There's a ton to talk there about, was. apparently. Um, and we've had a good time. And and we uh, enjoy talking about our players. We enjoyed talking with Jonathan, spending some time with him and getting an idea of what happened at the tryout. We enjoyed talking about David. Yep. Um, even though people think I hate him. It's not <laughs> true. Uh, no, guys. <laughs> it's really not. But uh, it is what it is. Um, we've got good things. Like There's nothing but good things happening around the gunslingers. So right. Five and one. Um, we're in the driver's seat for a playoff position. Yes, sir. Um, and we've got a huge game coming up against Mississippi. Yep. And then we've got a huger. Is that a word? I'm going to say. Sure, huger. We've got a huger game coming up uh, just 10 days later, about 10 days later at um, Fort Worth. Yeah. In Fort Worth. Just going to be incredible. When it comes to football in San Antonio, when it comes to football in Texas, you know what? When it comes to football in the American Arena League. Yes, all the way through the league, from the East Coast all the way out to West Texas, um, where teams are all slated. Yep. Nobody out west of West Texas as far as that.
1: Nope, but there's people wester of West Texas. Wester? that western. we'll make that word too. wester, we're doing yes. really well. There's people that do listen and pay attention. So Yeah, yeah. all the way out in Los Angeles Yes. Apparently. <laughs> uh,
0: but we've got a message for... We've got a message here in San Antonio for anybody in the AAL. That includes uh, the West Texas Buccaneers out there on the oceans of of El Paso. Yep. That includes the North Texas Bulls. The enemy Enjoying their time and their win uh, over Austin just a couple of days ago, or last night, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that includes the Austin Wild, who have come in twice to the San Antonio Rose Palace and valiantly put up an effort but left with loss both times yep but that even includes places like tampa sure charlotte absolutely chicago indianapolis we got a message for all of those places yep and that is when it comes to arena league football when it comes to american arena league football the 210 has got something to say bang bang <laughs> My ears (laughs) hurt.